48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. The Commission looking into the MTR's construction scandal sets out its aims. Questions are raised over the funding of companies set up by former Home Affairs Secretary Patrick Ho. And the government says it may help fund the IRA to build more subsidised housing. A commission of inquiry has outlined its scope of investigation into construction flaws at the Hung Hong MTR station, saying it won't assign any criminal or civil liability and will focus its probe on Hung Hong. There had been calls to widen the investigation to look at work scandals at other stations on the Sha Tin to Central Rail link. Here's Jimmy Choi. In the notice in newspapers, the commission says it will look into steel reinforcement works and other works at the station which cause safety concerns. It says it will look at whether these follow the intended design or whether rectifications were made. It will also look at the MTR's corporation's management and supervision of the project and its reporting of issues as well as the government's monitoring of the MTRC. But the commission says the probe won't look at any criminal or civil liability. It was called by the chief executive Carrie Lam after steel bars connecting a platform floor to walls were found to be cut too short. The search for a missing paraglider in Lantau Island has resumed for third day, but bad weather is expected to hamper the operation. Janice Wong reports. The Hong Kong Paragliding Association says the search and rescue operation will focus to the east of Sunset Peak. It says up to 40 of its volunteers are assisting authorities, but fears poor weather will hamper efforts. It also says low clouds are preventing helicopters from reaching some areas. The association said it had advised rescuers of the possible areas the 44-year-old paraglider may have landed, based on the wind conditions at the time and mobile phone signals. Former Home Affairs Secretary Patrick Hope, who's facing corruption charges in the United States, has reportedly ignored numerous requests over several years from his offshore law firm to declare the funding sources of a company he set up with mainland energy investors. The local news agency Factwire reported that Mr Ho has controlled at least two companies in the British Virgin Islands for years. And through one of them, he set up a local company called China United Resources with the mainlanders in 2013. The report said as Mr Ho is classified as a politically exposed person, the law firm in Panama requested him to disclose the British Virgin Islands finances, source of funds as well as ultimate beneficial owner. But none of these requests, which stretch over several years, were answered. DAB lawmaker and district councillor Holden Chow says he disagrees with the proposed new constituency district council boundaries, saying residents would have a difficult time adjusting to different serving count- sorry to adjusting to different serving councillors. Mr. Chow, who is the councillor for Tung Chung South, says it's not political concerns that worry. If you consider the neighbourhood in its entirety, I've been serving the residents living in Yingtung Estate. Take it as an example. But right now, according to the new arrangement, the Yingdong estate would belong to a new district, new areas. So regardless of whether I would go for the election, regardless of what happened in the, ele- in the election, in the future, there might be somebody else as a district councillor to serve these residents. So they might not get used to that. 
The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, says the government is willing to commit resources to the Urban Renewal Authority if it develops more subsidised housing. The URA Board has approved to use its Martau Y Road project for the start-a-home pilot scheme. Mr Chan says even if these homes are sold at 62% of the market price, the project would not run at a loss as the land was acquired at a reasonable cost. But he said the government might offer help when needed in the future. Going forward, if urban renewal authority is to be engaged into development of subsidized fact for sale and if this is supported by the government uh, i think uh, resources support will follow if required the overriding consideration remains whether from the government policy standpoint ula uh, should position itself as an agency for uh, developing uh, subsidized for sale. Police have arrested two people suspected of forging banknotes worth over $9,000. A 26-year-old man and 19-year-old woman were arrested early this morning in a Tokwawan hotel. Officers seized 36 fake banknotes, which they described as very low quality, with face values of $500, $150. A printer, paper and ink also seized. According to a survey by the DAB, two-thirds of public swimming pool users aren't satisfied with their hygiene. Over 1,200 swimmers were interviewed at 44 public pools this month, and only 35% were happy with water quality. DAB lawmaker Vincent Cheng described the main complaints and urged the Leisure and Cultural Services Department to do more. As we see, there's a urine. There's uh, one of the issues is about the urine problems. Um, they, they think that it's not clean enough. They, they are cleaning uh, the swimming pool once a week. Um, as we see, that is not enough. We are asking to have more like um, cleaning time. Police have upgraded a wounding case to manslaughter after the 38-year-old victim died yesterday. The man was admitted to hospital last week after being hurt in a fight. Police say he had a dispute with his girlfriend, who accused him of assault. He later fought with a 42-year-old man and suffered head injuries. The 42-year-old has appeared before the Kowloon City Magistrate last Thursday, charged with one count of wounding. Overseas news now, and a US-based monitoring group says North Korea has begun dismantling a rocket engine testing facility that was seen as instrumental in developing the country's ballistic missile program. The group 38 North says satellite images show buildings at the Sohei site are now being taken down, suggesting Kim Jong-un may be fulfilling a promise he made to President Trump at the Singapore summit last month. Jenny Town is the managing editor of 38 North. It's interesting that we are also seeing them dismantle the structures on top of the launch pad itself, which is used for space launches or satellite launches, which North Korea considers part of its civilian program and which has stood in the way of diplomacy in the past. And so I think this is a large confidence building measure in a longer process to help try and keep momentum going for the negotiations themselves. Research by the Japanese news agency Kyodo suggests a record-breaking heat wave killed 65 people last week. The figures show that 21,000 people, most of them elderly, were admitted to hospital suffering from heat stroke. Yesterday, the city of Kumagaya reported a record-breaking 41.4 degrees Celsius. The oppressive heat is expected to continue uh, next month and has raised concerns about the welfare of athletes and spectators at the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. 
The Greek government says at least 20 people are now known to have been killed by wildfires close to Athens. A spokesman said most died in the coastal area of Matai, east of the capital, where people were trapped in their homes and cars. At least 100 people have been injured. Greek authorities have asked for international help to combat the fires. The Greek Prime Minister, Alexis Tsipras, spoke after an emergency meeting with rescue organisations. It's a difficult moment for Attica. It's a difficult night for Greece. At the moment, more than 600 men and women from the fire brigade and 300 vehicles have been mobilised in three large fronts. The White House says President Trump is considering revoking the security clearances of six former intelligence and law enforcement officials. They include former CIA Director John Brennan and former FBI Director James B. Comey. Speaking at a briefing, the White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Saunders accused the six of making baseless claims about Mr. Trump's relationship with the Russian government. The president is exploring the mechanisms to remove security clearance because they've politicized and in some cases monetized their public service and security clearances, making baseless accusations of improper contact with Russia. And the fact that people with security clearances are making these baseless charges provides inappropriate legitimacy to accusations with zero evidence. A British minister has confirmed to Parliament that the government won't object to the extradition of two British jihadis to the United States where they could be sentenced to death. The two are accused of beheading hostages, some of them from Western countries. Ben Wallace, the security minister, said the decision was unusual but necessary. In this instance, and after carefully considered advice, the government took the rare decision not to require assurances in this case, and it would be inappropriate to comment further on that specific case. Foreign fighters detained in Syria could be released from detention without facing justice. We have been working closely with international partners to ensure that they face justice for any crimes they have committed. The opposition Labour Party said the decision to abandon Britain's principled opposition to the death penalty was shameful. Canadian police have identified the suspected gunman who killed two people in Toronto as Faisal Hussain, a 29-year-old resident of the city. He was found dead after an exchange of fire with police on Sunday. Police said all possible motives for the shooting were being considered. Russian investigators say six prison guards have been identified, sorry, have been detained after a video emerged showing staff brutally beating an inmate. The video shows the inmate handcuffed and being held face down as guards took it in turns to hit him with batons, ignoring his pleas for mercy. The BBC's Sarah Rainsford reports. The beating captured in this video was brutal and sustained. All this took place over a year ago in the central Russian town of Yaroslavl. Evgeny Makarov did complain at the time, but an inquiry ruled there was nothing wrong with his treatment. Then last week, the shocking 10-minute video emerged. Six suspects were detained today, but human rights activists say such abuse is commonplace in Russian prisons. The lawyer who passed that video on to the press has now left the country after reporting threats. A new kind of security scanner is on trial at Heathrow Airport in London and could make it easier and quicker to go through security. Simon Calder, travel editor of the Independent newspaper, explains how it works. This technology harnesses what's been going on in the medical profession, something which can go in in three dimensions and and look at the molecular structure of stuff to figure out how to treat the patient. And you can 
use that technology to identify potentially dangerous items in hand luggage, anything which has the signature of something which could, in the right circumstances, be explosive. Currencies now on the US dollar is trading at 111.32 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar 16 cents and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 27 cents. And a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 28,678. That's 417 points up on the previous close. And now with the latest sports news, here's Adam Jung. The Los Angeles Dodgers have begun the second half of the Major League Baseball season by losing Justin Turner to injury. The third baseman suffered a strained groin and has been placed on the 10-day disabled list. That means the newly acquired Manny Machado, who joined the Dodgers from Baltimore last week, is moving from shortstop to third. RTHK's Ray Jovanovich says Machado will make the Dodgers pay for what he's worth. No doubt about it, they have rented the services of Manny Machado, who becomes a free agent at the end of the season. He came over from the Baltimore Orioles, where he played his first six seasons, been an all-star you know, virtually every year. Machado is one of the great young stars, along with Bryce Harper, who won the home run derby last week during the all-star game. The Dodgers stumbled early this season because of injuries. Corey Seager, their all-star shortstop, who played so well in the postseason last year, he's out for the entire season, and now with the loss of Justin Turner. Thankfully, the, the Dodgers moved quickly to pick up the services of Machado, uh, obviously to play shortstop, but now probably moving to third where he started his career. Look, Machado and Bryce Harper, I believe, will become the first $400 million contract athletes in American sports. Both of them will be free agents at the end of the season. Both of them will sign huge contracts, and Machado will not be in a Dodgers uniform most likely. The American swimming star Ryan Lochte will be out of competition until July 2019 after he's been suspended for a doping violation. The BBC's Andy Barwell reports. The 12-time Olympic swimming champion Ryan Lochte says he's devastated by his 14-month ban for a doping violation. The 33-year-old American has been sanctioned by the US Anti-Doping Agency for an intravenous infusion. Well, Lochte wasn't uh, using a banned substance, but competitors can't use uh, usually have one of these IVs unless related to hospitalisation or via an exemption. He accepted that rules are rules and that on this occasion there was a technical violation. Hong Kong sports fans will be able to watch the Asian Games on television after cable TV purchased the rights to broadcast the competition. The announcement comes less than a month before the opening ceremony in Jakarta. Since 1986, every edition of the Asian Games has been shown on television in Hong Kong. Cable TV has won broadcast rights to each of the last five editions, going back to the 1998 Games in Bangkok. This year's Asian Games begin on August the 18th. Hong Kong is expected to send more than 700 athletes to Jakarta and Palembang. And that's your look at sports. Thanks to Adam Chung there. And now to end the news, a reminder of our top stories. The Commission, looking into the MTR's construction scandal, sets out its aims. Questions are raised over the funding of companies set up by former Home Affairs Secretary Patrick Ho, and the government says it may help fund the URA to build more subsidised housing. That's the latest news from RTHK.
a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. You and all your expectations. I don't even want your congratulations. I recognize your false confidence and calculated promises. All in your conversation. I hate people that feel entitled. Look at me crazy, cause I ain't invite you. Oh, you important, you the moral to the story. You endorsing motherfucker, I don't even like you. Corrupt a man's heart with a gift. That's how you find out who you're dealing with. A smart percentage you I'm building with. I want the credit if I'm losing or I'm winning. Oh, my mama, that's the really shit.